So it's a nice one to start with. <laughs> nice. Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. Finally, we're together again after our uh, horribly long hiatus. Are you really mouthing all the words I'm saying? You really are the youngest. Absolutely. Anyway, after a short hiatus, uh, we are back, and uh, we are great with Bree and Dave and Rick. Please Welcome all these folks back to Beer Plus Three. I'm waiting for my welcome. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) No welcome for you. You were already here. See, I feel like that was like a bait and switch. I thought I was going to get welcomed back, and instead I was told that. Well, I don't know the words to welcome back Kata. Otherwise, I would have sang that. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. I don't know. I don't know that song. (laughs) If anybody knows that song, chime in. I don't know that song, but it is actually amazing to me how often I'll, I'll like a, a theme song from an old show will pop into my head, and I actually do know the lyrics, even though I wouldn't have consciously realized that I knew the lyrics. You know, exactly. exactly. It's, it's amazing well, how often those things are like. Will come I'm back sure out. you remember how popular that show was, and that the theme to that show was a top twenty hit during the time. Was it? Yes. Yes, it was. 1970 blabbity douche. Wow, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I, I yeah, know. it was one of the top twenty hits. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, look it up. That's a look it up. Not a good song. <laughs> no, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You tried to go do something good, and now you're back because yeah, you're a loser. Those, that's one of those stereotypical. That's pretty much the whole song. That's one of those stereotypical songs that's kind of like setting up the whole premise, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So and yeah. it was a hit song. He went off to California to be a writer, and then he failed, so he had to come back to Brooklyn right, and right. teach writing. So right. every time you say that Welcome Back song that I've never heard of, I hear, plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'm consciously doing for the melody, but it's not that. Plug um, it in, I, if I had my phone, I would look it up. But Dave is my phone today. Hi, Dave. Introducing Dave Hi. as my phone. Or my phone as Dave. I'm not sure which. Well, it can be both. It's true. Your phone is Dave. It's like 2001. Now your phone, now you, uh, he's gonna, you're going to call him Dave. Well, I yes. guess it's the other oh. way. Oh. I can't do that, Hal. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, let's, let's finish this radio beer. This KZOK Electric Citrus IPA. So what do you guys uh, What do you guys think of it? Tasty. It's really good. I was really shocked. Um, I was shocked. Guess what? We're going to drink some more. I was shocked Yay. by the electric IPA. <laughs> How about you, Dave? How are you what doing with that German stone? Well, what's the difference between a regular IPA and an electric IPA? One's been shocked. Here we go. I'm thinking. Oh my God! Really, Rick? Did you fart? Do you not hear that, Dave? Can you hear the song? No. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, Dave is dancing far, far away in Sweden on my phone. (laughs) With a beer in his Slow hand. dancing with a beer. Not the first time that's happened. Not the last time it's going to oh happen. Oh, my God, no. I guess not the last time it's going to happen. I guess you asked me about my beer. This is, this is the stone, the German stone brewing company, not the U.S. one. And it's, uh, 
a white ghost Berliner Weiss, and it's okay. I mean, it's it's beer. It's not phenomenal. I wouldn't dump it out if somebody gave it to me, but I'll probably never buy it again. Yeah. I did have recently have a Berliner Weiss, but it was a blackberry one, and it was delicious. By Oakshire. So, Dave, by the way, I just want to share that when you were visiting, and since you've been visiting, you got me a lot of street cred winning trivia night. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So tell uh, me about this. I wasn't I present. So you... There was only like seven people at the bar that day. Well, the people that we were playing with, once Gavin stopped being silly and drunk, he's like, you're great at trivia. I'm like, no, I have friends that are good at trivia. I'm good for pop culture, but that's it. That's a very big part of trivia. Yeah. The important thing is, Dave is that we were trivia. a team. Yeah, Dave wanted trivia. I, I answered Even one Jeff question. <laughs> what question did you answer, yeah. Jeff? I did. I answered one question. What was the only children's book that Ian Fleming came out with? Chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang. Chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang. Chitty bang bang, chitty bang bang. Bang bang, chitty bang bang. We're in a round. I had no idea that was him. Our yes, that's an Ian Fleming. Weird. Your seats are a feather bed will ride in you every single day. <laughs> okay, thanks. Pride in our ownership. We'll ride in our ownership. to increase your street cred, Bree. That's, that's kind yeah. of my goal. No, I'm the, that's I'm, kind of my goal. I'm the trivia fiend now. I come in and I, well, I haven't done it yet, but I, I intend to go to trivia on, what was it, Monday? Wednesday? Scoop, Wednesday. Wednesday. And just clean house again. I, I'm Trust picturing me. It was a short night's sleep for Jeff. I'm picturing <laughs> Bree walking into that place now, and, I'm and sure it was. Everybody goes completely silent. Just the whole place Boosh. quiet. She just and walks as soon in. as she passes people, they start murmuring yeah. behind her. <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. I think that you also have to remember is that we made a few enemies that night. Mm. We did. We really pissed off those chicks. We pissed off the other teams. Because oh. we didn't even do the first round. There were six rounds, and we only we missed the first one. We did. So we came in on the second one, and we won the whole thing. <laughs> you guys should have, you know, we walked away afterwards. You should have said, yeah, we were busy drinking. <laughs> well, Couldn't make a, it to the it first was, it, was a, it was a legit 25 bucks. Like, it's, yeah. Well, as opposed to fake 25 bucks, but no, it was 25 bucks. You I win mean, so 25 Monopoly money bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and we the the team that was right next to us, they had been ahead the whole game until the last round when we when we went over them. Yeah, it was so the Ian Fleming. They were question. not they yeah. were not pleased. They were they were not pleased. <laughs> well, because after Jeff's trying to build up his role. Yep. Well after <laughs> was, the first round we were in third place, and then yeah. by the fourth round we were in second place, and then we were in second place by the fifth round, and then the sixth round we stole the win. So what was how what was so you're saying that you're good with the pop culture stuff? So what was uh? How did you guys? I mean, it sounds like you guys Science. made a really She's good pop culture. Yeah, and you? Me, I'm chitty chitty bang bang. You <laughs> <laughs> just, just knew the one fact. Like he just got really lucky. Like I know one thing in life, and it's that he and Tommy wrote chitty chitty bang bang. Yep, so that's my one. Really God, they finally asked that. So question. that was like Jeff was like your Forrest Gump of the team. He was just <laughs> he was just He's there at the right even time. Even worse than Forrest Gump. Right time at the right place. I think there was a Forrest Gump question in there, wasn't there? Yes, there was a Forrest Gump <laughs> question. I think, <laughs> which I don't care about Forrest Gump. No, Forrest or his Gumpness. Oh, How could what you about not? Bubba? Fuck Bubba. <gasps> Motherfucker dies. How dare you? But there's more beer in this. God there damn is. it. You said fuck Bubba. 
Lieutenant Dan? Lieutenant Dan. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Uh, Why did I do that? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> no, watch the movie again. Does not hold up. Does not hold up. It's when it's I- it's um, um, nostalgic masturbatory theater for baby boomers. That's all it is. You know what I always... When I, when what is? Forrest Gump. Gump. Yeah, but... Well, it, I think the important thing to remember is that the lead... Life is like a box of chocolates? Jenny? <laughs> Jenny? Yeah. Jenny? She's trash. Like, 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 she's horrible trash. Like, she's, like, just a genuinely bad person. She's somewhat <laughs> redeemed in the end because she does something nice. I can't remember what it was because it's totally outshadowed by the she fact had that his she kid. spends her whole life treating Forrest Gump like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what they don't tell you is little Forrest Gump is like a little crack addict and has like horrible like syphilitis gonna fucking herpes. I'm curious because if if Jenny had AIDS, was it AIDS that she had or was it kids? It was AIDS. She had so AIDS. So then at that point AIDS. in history, shouldn't the kid have it too? Jenny. Because there wasn't a cure oh. for that AIDS yet. Is, AIDS is highly transferable, but yeah. it's not always because babies and parents don't share blood. Ah. Yeah. So as long don't. as mama didn't bleed, so, so it her. is possible to transfer AIDS to your baby, but usually it's transferred through the pressure from the vaginal canal on the skin during during childbirth. That's usually the point of transmission for AIDS from mother to baby. Hmm. This is why Dave wins trivia night. <laughs> That's yes. When I, you know when, when I first saw Forrest Gump in the theater, the movie that it reminded me of, or that I thought it was trying to be, was um, the World According to Garp, where you have all these kind of oddball characters. Movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a yeah, that's I love that movie. movie. But that's what I always uh, felt like. I always felt like Forrest Gump was trying uh, to be like the, you know, with the oddball characters and the weird situations and the you know no, the the author of the book Forrest Gump or whatever the book was fucking called. <laughs> yeah hates the fucking movie because it it departs so much from his book yeah um the book apparently uh yeah but uh, from what i've heard or read in the the one little blurb interview that i read about him uh is that he didn't like the movie because it departed from his book so much and uh that he was writing the book to spite the baby boomers, like to show how stupid they are and that they would follow anybody and do anything yeah. as long as it was popular or whatever. You and know, then he was it, kind of an anti-establishedarian or whatever. And then it got turned into... Well, there are a couple things that they left out, too. He uh, does go to space. Book, Forrest Gump was an astronaut. Yeah, he went to space. <laughs> and he also lived with cannibals. <laughs> Which I would have paid through the nose to see. That's where he rescued the Oompa Loompas. Life's like a box of fingers. You never know what color they are. (laughs) These chocolates are real crunchy. (laughs) You can use the nails to pick your teeth afterwards. Oh, ooh. (laughs) I have a neighbor kid that speaks just like Forrest Gump. It's hilarious. Oh. God. He's adorable. Well, that's where he got. That's where uh, Tom Hanks got the accent from. From your the, the child that plays him as a child. Yeah, that's how that kid talked. Oh, really? That is how that child spoke. So he just adopted that and used it through the whole movie. Oh, and Zemeckis cool. was like, "Oh, that's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That's actually really cool." So, little forest facts. <laughs> how come that question didn't come up? That God night? damn it! It was movie trivia night. I'd probably do it. That's the only reason I got chitty chitty bag bag for Carnival. Film is truth. Is every two years first and years Tuesday and thousands of dollars practicing movie trivia at the tabletop 
trivia machine. Oh, that's like, true. I'm pretty sure we, we sunk several thousand dollars over the years into those stupid fucking bar top <laughs> trivia machines. <laughs> true. <laughs> I wish I had that money back now. I mean, I'm glad that I have the memories, but now that I'm older, oh. the, the me- it wasn't the even so I much. I quite remember. Yeah, it wasn't even so much those as it was pinball. We sunk so much goddamn money into uh, pinball. <laughs> you guys are old. I mean, we're talking $60, $70 a day into That's pinball. Okay. I mean, it's pinball. It's that pinball, was, yeah. not pitball, okay. but pinball. Pinball. And then on top of that, cigarettes and beer. Okay, well, and the jukebox. And the jukebox. That's true. We, we usually were the take shitty a... people at the bar that would put like $30 in the jukebox at one time. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, know, we were jerks. But the thing is, is we tipped really, really well, so the bar staff didn't care. Here's that old yeah. foreigner song, 33 times. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that, because sometimes we would be like, we would put like four or five songs on yeah. and just put that much money in, and somebody would go, dude, we just need a song. Well, put the song in, and there's money on there. Yeah. Just go ahead yeah. and put your song in. Yeah. So that's we would do that a lot, too. Yeah, that's cool. So we were we were dicks. But we were t- little dicks. We were just little dicks. Aw, mini bitties. Little tiny cute peepees. Aw, little. We were like jukebox fairies. We were. And sometimes but real fairies. But our, oh our main the song that we played all the time was the Ballad of Chasey Lane. That's true. We played that a lot. Well, you played that a lot. The Ballad of what? What is Ballad it? of Chasey Lane. I've never heard of that. Bloodhound Gang. Show them titties. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. okay yeah. <laughs> it's it's all about a guy writing a letter to Chasey Lane, who's yeah. a porn star, yeah. and uh, um, like he, all the stuff he wants to do, and yeah, da, da, da. yeah, like yeah. hang out, go shopping, mm-hmm. <laughs> just those kind of things. Yeah. Look at shower curtains. Pick out shower curtains exactly, <laughs> and then spread the shower curtains on the ground. No, stand right on them, Chasey. Why? Why? I don't get it. But the important thing about that song wasn't necessarily that it was that song. It was that the cute waitress, Bloel, would sing it with us and jump around the bar. That was fun. Which one? Where was that? Bloel at the slow... Slow? Oh, no. The slow, the at the quarterback. Quarterback, yes. Thank you. I remember Bowell. Yeah. At the quarterback. We knew all the bartenders in town. Oh, trust I me. No, I have no doubt. <laughs> and they liked us because we tipped really fucking well. That's why we never got cut off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we got cut off at rumors a couple times. Oh, I just didn't know about it because I was too drunk. <laughs> yeah. No, I you got, got, cut, got cut, cut off that one time. You took a bunch of aspirin or Advil or something, and you then you – or some sort of – uh, like No, it was an anti – the the Benadryl that kind of shit and then he started oh. proceeded to proceeded to drink and just got belligerent fucking drunk <laughs> he could barely keep his head up and the bartender was like oh, I can't serve you or him anymore because that is not gonna fly <laughs> so I had to take him home but um, there was only one other time I remember getting kicked out of rumors and that was not my fault because I thought it was. It was Dan. It was Dan's. It was Dan's fault for doing something weird in the bathroom. Uh, he had stolen somebody's cat of nine tails. No, that was me. And was... <laughs> oh. Maybe... Uh, maybe no, remember, I was hitting you with the cat of nine tails. 
But it wasn't yours, and you weren't supposed no, to. No, I wasn't mine. I, I, I grabbed it from somebody. These are not typically details that you uh, that you get wrong. <laughs> That's true. But I was hitting I was hitting Dave with a cat of nine tails. Stolen. And then he went back to the bar to get some more uh, uh, drinks. Yeah. And I handed the cat of nine tails back to the original owner <laughs> and then just went back to our table, which we were sharing with somebody. It may have been the owner of the cat of nine tails. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, Dave comes back and says, we have to leave. Dad did something in the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, Dan comes out looking like red-faced and ashamed. And did you I'm guys, like, Dan, you... What, what's going on? He's like, nothing, man. Nothing. Let's just get out of here. Let's just get out of here. So we, we, we had did to you, leave. Did you ever find out what it was? It had to be. It was no. fetish night, too. Oh, which is hence the cat of nine tails. Yeah, yeah. And you never found and that out. That was probably was. why he did something embarrassing in the bathroom. <laughs> is that he went in there and somebody was in there in their fetish gear and he said something or did something that was completely inappropriate. Most likely, because well, that sounds like Dan. See the kind of guy that yeah. he's be... rednecky. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Dan rednecky. Is and name. you guys took him for rumors, <laughs> <laughs> and we took him for rumors. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like uh, we took uh, what's the fireman's name? I can't never remember his name. Fireman. The one that was molesting on Sandra. <laughs> this is just—I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole with you guys right now. <laughs> Shit's gonna get bad. It's gonna it's get gonna, dark. There's gonna, gonna be like really a, a smoking caterpillar in a Are minute. Are you talking about Sandra uh, Leopard Pants? Yes, Sandra, Sandra Leopard Pants. Yeah. <laughs> The way you guys fucking oh, identify no. people is ridiculous. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, that's it. Uh-oh. I just remember Brandon yeah. was all drunk. Nice. Not your Brandon, okay. different Brandon. No, this is Fireman Brandon, oh. who is a complete and utter douchebag. Your Fireman's Brandon's not a douchebag. Brandon are never a good sign. Uh, well, the, this guy is not. a Fireman's daughter, I think I'm officially, like, yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. I Fireman. saw that movie, The she's, Fireman's Daughter. She's not only Sexy. a Fireman's daughter, she's also married to a Brandon. So I think she's an expert on this right now. <laughs> anyway, I just remember uh, him like grabbing her ass and and touching her and shit, and she got busy and complained. So I did that to him. So, and then he got pissy and complained, and then I said, "Hey, this now you know what it feels like." And then she did it to you, and so the circle was complete. And you know, it's the circle of life. It's the circle of Ascrap. No, there was no because she did it to Lucas, and then Lucas did it to Jack. That's true. <laughs> Lucas would do that to me. So, I was just with Lucas last week, actually. Really, I was really upset that I didn't get to see him and Amanda when I was there. On I know, I know. They were actually in Oregon at the time, unfortunately, or someplace like that. They God, were we, elsewhere. We were so busy that, that it was oh. really it was really difficult to make time for much of anything so. yeah he he was pretty upset too he he yeah even though i i think i message him or whatever you call that text texted him like a month before you were here but whatever however you get there uh, it is what it is yeah we but really need okay. to revive so let's, get to your, let's get to your beer misconceptions list yeah we could did you read it yeah, of course. I've got it open right here. I've, I read it, and I've got it open. My well, I have some thoughts on this list. Do you have some <laughs> thoughts on this list? You go ahead and, and, well, we, and, and get those thoughts out into the open, and while I pour us our next beer, 
Uh, the KZOK uh, Citrus IPA from Bellevue Brewing. Yes. I would certainly give that a three, three and a half. It was I'd, a I'd fabulous a, beer. I'd give it a four. <laughs> she gives it a that. She gives it a belch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a four. I, I really liked it a lot. I could drink a lot more of that. And you know what I give it? Okay, oh. that was unacceptable. Damn it, yeah. <laughs> no. I was Dave cute. heard it. I was he's cute when he's I in Sweden, but he's oh, gonna geez. he's gonna smell it in a few minutes though. <laughs> That's how bad it is. I am now going to pour <laughs> Ecliptic <laughs> Brewing's uh, Chromosphere we were, Blonde Ale. Oh, Jeff, we were just hit by first there was Harvey, then Irma, then Jeff. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. There's a uh uh doctor somewhere that you need to see. I'm not sure who it is yet, but he's out there and he's gonna fix this. <laughs> I'm sorry, this can't be fixed. Yeah. Ugh. You would have to change my very DNA. <laughs> it needs to be done. Stop it can be done. I really should. Well, while I'm over here uh, holding on to dear life, <laughs> barely, I'm going to start reading this list, and we'll we'll discuss. Uh, Should I read the whole list? Uh, beard and... Oh, be- <laughs> Not that bad. Uh, yeah, Jeff, it is. It is. <laughs> See, I was in a, I was, I've been conditioned to deal with this because I was in a car with him once. <laughs> once. <laughs> and then you moved to a different car. So eleven you common. You smell one bad fart and you think that's life. I don't know what you, I don't know anything about you, but I was born in it. I was molded by it. I was smelling bad farts when you weren't even around. Is this like a slam poem or something? The primordial flatulation. Yeah. It sounds like it should continue and get get more progressively more and more dramatic. Oh, this is your well, actually, yeah. actually. Be, to be honest, I was legitimately trying to channel my my inner Bane from Batman. Oh, <laughs> but Bird. <laughs> so as we're sitting here, in I'm a... sorry, I have to let it linger. <laughs> do you have to pull my finger? Do you have to? Do you oh, have I have to. to I have, have to, to pull, pull your finger. finger. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> That's how bad it That's is. That's right. Even the dog won't come back inside. So 11 common misconceptions about beer. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Beer should be served ice cold. True. No. False. Boo! I like, Boo. I like beer cold. I'm not. Well, I like super cold or just see any. I always say any beer that can be served cold or warm yeah. is a good beer. If it gets shitty... The warmer it gets, yeah. then it's not real beer. Yeah, it's not. It's not good beer. Yeah, I guess that's. I to me, I don't know. Oh. To me, it's always. It always seems like it just. They, you know, they talk in the article about how your taste buds are dulled. Yeah, the taste is dulled. So I, I, I don't know if I. Belo- I don't know if I buy that. I have to say, this is but a point. I think. That, I think the important thing is is that it's not a universal truth that beer should be served, uh, not cold or warm or ice cold. I think. Yeah. That it's. That, that's one of the nice things about beer that you don't get with wine. I mean, there are other nice things about beer that you don't get with wine. But beer is... It's called you beer. You can serve it cold depending on your purpose. I mean, are you having a really light lager in the middle of the day because you're barbecuing and it's 100 degrees outside? I want 
I want an ice cold beer that I can drink and it's a low in alcohol so I can have so I can continue to drink as a refreshing beverage in the middle of the day. Yeah. But I mean, am I at the pub drinking a good beer from uh from the tap or from a ke- from a keg or is it a bottled beer? I mean, it it depends. Right. That makes sense. So it, so it depends on what you want to use it for. I mean, Guinness, Guinness, for example, um, the Guinness in the can with the, the with the nitrous ball, or whatever. It's supposed to be served very chilled. Yeah. I mean that they actually they create it to be to be chilled. I mean that that's the instructions on the box. I mean you can have it, of course not. But if you were to have the Guinness in the bottle, like say the extra stout or something, that's supposed to be room temperature or slightly below. Slightly below. But yeah. So it's not that it's a universal truth that beer shouldn't be served ice cold. If if it's a hundred degrees outside and you're you can't take off any more clothes and, and be decent and you're hanging out with your friends and you just want a beer that you can drink during the day instead of iced tea or something. I mean, have an ice cold, low alcohol content lager or a pale ale or something like that, something a red ale or an amber, mm-hmm. and make it really cold. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily need cold beer. Sometimes, like you said, a hot day or you know, just sometimes a really cold beer is yummy. It's good. It's refreshing. Yeah. This is a point of contention. But so is squirt. <laughs> squirt. Squirt. <laughs> this is a point of contention in my house. Brandon won't actually let us have the beer until it's been chilled. Like I will. He. I. I, I mean, he won't. It's not like he's barring me from the beer. He just. It has to be like frigid cold. Like beer goes into the freezer for 15 minutes before we can really enjoy it. Um. So unless he gets a six pack, I have to wait for the beer to, to just, chill. I'm just imagining Brandon standing watch by the fridge. He. He will sometimes. Hands, uh, uh, fists on hips. It's. It's more in play, but he. Call, he considers me a heathen, or that there's something wrong with me because I will happily drink room temperature beer. Out of the can or out of the bottle because to me it's still cool and refreshing and See, I like I, beer. I can't I do, do that. Like beer too. I don't like room temperature and I don't. I like it very cold. Room temperature. I know it's not my way to do it. I I, I put up with it. This isn't room temperature. It's, this is this is uh, probably where about where you're supposed to have beer. Yeah, oh, right here. This is a Blondale. In fact, I believe in the article oh, they say it, it's supposed to be at 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. But that is in in 44 degrees. Right. What 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 they have in in Celsius? I don't I don't know. Forty four degrees is probably like you know, ten. I don't know. Could be. Anyway, <laughs> we should have um, started with which is beer. which is fucking cold. It's still cold. It's still yeah. below your body temperature. I it's just, generally below room temperature. So. I guess for me, I don't I don't recall ever having a beer that was near room temperature that I really liked. I mean, that always yeah. turns me off. I don't, I don't like. That I at find all. really malty beers are a little <laughs> bit better at yeah. more clo- closer to room temperature. And that might be it for me. Is that I like really mm. dark thick. I like to drink my dinners essentially. Like my beers are pretty heavy. <laughs> well, that was another myth <laughs> misconception. I was gonna say in, in the process of talking about number one, we've already we've already mentioned like. Five of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, I'm, ex- it's, I'm excited to get further down the list. Yes, All well, right. number two was frosted beer mugs keep it classy. <laughs> I feel pretty classy, Stay classy when I Bellingham. use them. I, like, I feel super classy. I like frosted mugs. And I don't just like it for beer. I like it because it's just kind of a so nice touch. The, the, frost, 
the frosted beer mugs for us was my workaround Brandon's need to have ice cold beers so I can get the beer faster. <laughs> I think you may be an alcoholic. <laughs> Why don't you just put ice cubes in it? Oh. oh! We all did that. Did you hear that? <laughs> it was like a sitcom audience. Oh! oh. And that one guy going, <laughs> in the background. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> Speaking of 70s sitcoms, nice. Number I think th- that's today's theme, and there should be, at the end of this episode, something to add on to that. Like the love boat. <laughs> Something and something for everyone. Maybe we need to redo our theme song as sort of a, with lyrics that set up Beer what we're doing plus here. Three, something <laughs> be, and something. That would be hilarious, actually. Um, I uh, speaking of that, not to to go too far away from our list, but I watched um, what is it? It's called Screen Junkies. They, I think I posted it on oh, yeah. Friend Face. Um, they do um, a lot of the Emmy nominations this year. Yeah. TV Emmy nominations as 80s sitcoms. Oh my God, it was awesome. I haven't seen that. It was brilliant. It was wonderful. And in fact, they're up for an Emmy for their honest trailers. So... Huh. Check it out. Watch it. It's or, it's brilliant. Brin- short variety show, I think. Yeah, something to that effect. Huh. Which Anyway, before we go on, I'm starting another beer. I'm uh, doing uh, McGargles. 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 McGargles never established Granny Mary's Red Ale. Granny Mary? Granny Mary's Red Ale. Granny Mary? Granny Mary. <laughs> this, okay. Like, Granny Mary's? Yes. <laughs> Mary Granny McGargles. McGargles, right. Granny Marys. These are phrases. It's McGargles, Granny Marys. Irish. If you spoke Irish, Irish, this would make complete sense. It's an Irish brewery. <laughs> it's 4.4% and it's a red ale. 4% so, and it's a red ale? Huh. Ireland? Yeah. Come on, you can do better. <laughs> and there is a, a, an old granny on it. Oh, nice. Oh, look at the granny. Look at the fucking granny. It is McGargles. Fucking granny. It is an aromatic, malt-driven red ale balanced by bitter hops that give it a well-rounded taste. Ooh, that might be a very good beer. Yeah, I suggest you open that and pour some in an envelope. (laughs) Send it to me and I'll suck on it. You'll McGargle on it? Oh, you need to gargle McGargles. But you need to gargle it in the Irish way, not using your mouth. Oh, great. Exactly. That was probably the most misogynistic joke I told for way too long. <laughs> anyway, number this three. Really good. <laughs> it is. Anyway. Number three. No, I'll, I'll, I'll continue with the list. It's really good, but since you guys will never taste it unless you come and visit me here. Um, I'm sorry. Hashtag Sweden 2019. Guess what I like to make gargle. It's like a regular gargle, but faster and cheaper. Exactly. Forty-six. Very billion, Catholic. Forty-six billion gargled. All, okay, so all dark beers are heavy. That's number three. Aha, uh-huh. which they are not. 
Mm-hmm. New. That's I, all we need to say on that subject. I would have bought that, though. I would have believed that previously before, um, I mean, without having been part of this podcast. Because all beer are heavy. All beers are heavy. Well, a lot of dark beers are, but uh, we've had a few where there were surprisingly... Uh, Surprisingly mm-hmm. light, yeah, absolutely, and that is sort of a. That's almost one reason why I like uh, like the Cascadia kind of dark ales. Yeah, I love those because they're not they're not they're not super super you know filling and heavy and and that may be just a perception of looking at this dark thick syrupy you know concoction, but yeah, I think to be honest with you, when when the Cascadia ales came out. Oh my God! They were they were drinkable. Yeah, you could continue to drink them. Unlike a lot of darker ales, I don't think you can yeah. really keep drinking all night. I mean, yeah. this is a guy that can drink an entire growler of transporter by himself. But that's because I'm an alcoholic too, Bree. Yay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's I. You know, I love the whole uh, Black Friday tradition with the dark beers. And yeah, stuff, I might not be here this Friday. This Black Friday. Well, I was. You know, it's. Uh, it does. By the end of that, it gets a little like it's real tough sometimes to keep going. You know, we get like another. It's like, oh, good, something nice and dark and opaque, and oh, well, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but sometimes they get progressively better. Sometimes they get progressively worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it um, all. It really all depends, and we often have too much. Oh, what? Too much. <laughs> When it can go across this four-foot table, and that's how many <laughs> bottles we have, and then there's some behind it, a lot of beer. it gets—it's a lot of beer. It's an immense amount of beer at Black Friday. So. Maybe we should uh, maybe we should do it a little more intelligently next time, and just like everybody brings one, and we spend time like that's each. gonna happen. <laughs> Like that's gonna happen. I always bring too much. Did you see what I brought today? This is all we're drinking, and I know you two have beer. So this is what I brought because I I was looking for beer to bring today. I found this Oaklore Brown Ale, which we probably should have had already, but we didn't. Ooh, no, we'll have it after the blonde. Oops. Um, but then I found the KZOK, so I was like, oh great, warm up beer. It's a nice little six pack. And then um, I saw this, and well, shit, I have to get a well, ecliptic. This, I don't even think we've to- we've mentioned yet what this is. This we is we the- haven't. It's not heavy. It's not heavy. It's, it's the weird. ecliptic chromosphere blonde ale. And uh, what do you guys think of it? I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Um, I'm I'm torn right now because I love ecliptic, but I hate blonde ales. Ditto. Uh, speaking of a quaffable beer, that yeah. something this is this is kind of a barbecue like beer. Yeah. As as Dave was was saying, I mean, this is probably low ABV. Yeah. Which I don't know. It was uh, apparently total eclipse on eight twenty one seventeen. I don't know. I didn't see it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, blah blah blah. What is this? Um, I'm looking. Oh, it's only five percent alcohol. It's uh, forty IBUs. Yeah. So it's really for a Northwest blonde. That's quite uh, for a blonde in any necessary fashion. Yeah, uh, forty IBUs is a lot. But uh, I think it's a great little pale blonde ale that is super quaffable. Good, yeah. warm, or cold, it would be delicious either way. Yeah, I um, I'm not gonna let my Three. biases throw me off here a little bit. I'm gonna Three. give it a two, even though it Fuck hurts. You. It Fuck hurts. you. You're fired. It hurts to give Ecliptic a two. I think this may be the first for me. Yeah, but, I don't um, like. I don't. This is a weird. Especially not, coming from a citrus IPA, this is a hard change. Yeah, mm. I did that wrong. But <laughs> that's okay. That it's not, and it's not a two for me. Doesn't mean it's terrible. It just means it's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go right to this. 
That's all it means. So stop crying, ecliptic. <laughs> like they're listening. Like to they're this. listening. <laughs> all two of our listeners. Right now, people. One of them's are, on the podcast. Right now, people at Ecliptic are <laughs> people are being fired over this. There's arguing. There's chaos. <laughs> they are just like. Wouldn't that be funny, Rick? On beer plus Wait, three, somebody didn't like this. Someone uh, actually knew our podcast. Oh, that um, was my fr- yeah. It was yeah. our 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 friend um, in okay? My wife's friend in in Aberdeen. Her son is in a band. And he, we went to his wedding. A is it year called ago. Juice Weasels? No, it's not. Is it called, called Juice uh, Electric Happy Sunshine? <laughs> no, it's called Whitewood Funk. That's the name of their band. And yes, uh, it has. I a... knew there was three names. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but they were really good. I mean, they he played at his own wedding. He he's a drummer, and they they played. Of course, he is. And they were. <laughs> they were. <laughs> I'm terrible. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> out my ass. Nothing White about this guy, but you're... Whitewood Funk. I am talking out my ass. No, but they were really good. They yeah. um uh kind of a fusion jazz. No, just a, a real yeah. kind of a um little heavier little no no a little little on the heavy side, kind of like um we only cover me... Billy Joel's eighties hits. <laughs> reminded me of the uh, of the of the a lot of the imp- improv type bands from like the seventies and stuff. But not the shitty ones, like the like the ones that could that could really uh, pull things off. And um, I was just really impressed with them. And I listened to some of their stuff online. And then we talked about them apparently on a podcast. I actually don't remember doing this. That's because you were drunk. And somebody posted to their Facebook page that we had that there was a podcast talking about them. So he listened, and then he realized, oh, this is uh, this is Rick. <laughs> 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 so that was kind of cool. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we're far away, and they're in Aberdeen, really. Yes, and I have since uh, we've uh, we went to a. I learned about this at the at a Seahawks game that we went to mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and he was there. Yes, yes. you went to a Seahawks yes. game, and I got really really drunk. So yeah. that was I, a very expensive drunk. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yes, I it saw was. Those pictures. You didn't get really drunk. <laughs> yes, that was. Well, your we drunk went face. to we went to Pyramid Ale first, and they had the beer garden, so oh, we were Pyramid getting Ale's and they were doing like yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but uh, but it's close. My high school reunion was, and I couldn't figure out why. There's so many better, so much better beer in the city. At well, I feel the same way about Boundary Bay. Boundary Bay. Did you Shh. just say that and cover Boundary it? Bay. Oh, don't say Boundary Bay. Jeff's saying it quietly, and he's covering his mic- microphone, so he doesn't. <laughs> want, he doesn't want Boundary Bay on the. But podcast. everyone goes to Boundary Bay. Every beer person serving beer in every beer joint in Bellingham. Isn't that f- a lot of bees? Well, yeah, it has a Boundary Bay. It's fucking important t-shirt on. to save yeah, the yeah, ales. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> There's plenty of ales in the sea. <laughs> I have been to Boundary Bay once in my life. Three I've times. been there many times. Once with Dave. Remember that, Dave? That was, oh, God. What what happened at this one? I fell off the chair. <laughs> no, no. You didn't just fall off the chair. We were at opposite ends. It's back oh, I remember Boundary this Bay. story. Had the big, long benches. Yeah. The big long picnic tables. Well, I was kind of on one end yeah. a little bit. I was more in the middle, and Dave was at the end. And, <laughs> and the two people we're with, or three people we're with, are on the other side of the table. Yeah. And I go, Oh, I got to pee. I'm going to go. I get up. <laughs> as soon as I get up, Dave goes, Wham! And the whole 
bench just fly the side oh. I'm on flies up and Dave just takes a spill over the ground. Oh my god! And then I go, oh shit, are you okay? He's like, I'm fine. And everyone in the whole restaurant just goes quiet because the place is relatively packed. And I said, it's okay. He's okay. He's just fat. <laughs> and that didn't go over well in Bellingham. It didn't. And then, and then you guys. Dave said, was laughing his ass off, and I just walked to the bathroom. I was the about asshole. About ninety percent of the people in there were mortified that you would make such a nasty comment. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, yeah. Because I was more worried about getting cut off. Yeah. Oh. Well, like, I was there for you, sir. I was there for you. I'm just fat. It's okay. <laughs> See, you guys should have played on that. You should have, you know, Jeff should have left, and then you should have been all like, I'm really sad now. The only thing will help me out is free beer. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been perfect. The design flaws Ooh. in your bench has ruined See, my ass. I, I was... <laughs> require more beer, sir. I was waiting to for this. Avoid punitive damage. I was waiting for the story to end with Dan did something in the bathroom. And you guys had to leave. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Dan. Not I don't even. Time. I don't even know Dan. And here I am making up I uh, know, crap I know. about him. I got to email him back. He emailed me. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. I thought I, I'm fairly certain that you've met Dan once. It was at your house because I because I remember that he had that he had come over with his wife and it was actually a big party. Right, and he'd come over with his wife and his his daughter, <laughs> and I believe that. I, believe I that love that pause. And his daughter <laughs> might have been his, might have been somebody else's. I don't know. Wait, <laughs> but Rick was there. I need more backstory. Rick guys. was there. He was at my house. Everyone was at my house. Yeah, I think Rick was there. It was back when we were still calling Rick Rick Anderson. Okay. By right. his full name. Right. We need to go back to that, by the way. I just wanted to talk to you guys about that. <laughs> okay, Rick um, Anderson. But, um, the, if it makes you feel any better, I still refer to you as Rick Anderson. I appreciate that. That's With nice. the pause at the end. <laughs> With the pause? Yes. Yeah. Rick Anderson. <laughs> and that's pretty much how you. Uh, you really do your have name. to have a moment of silence every time you say my name. <laughs> we I mean, do, it really, we do. it's, it's kind of like a religious thing. Once it's so fucking it. white, we just have to have that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you people. Well, I really think we need to change your name to Rick. Anderson. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. I'll think about that. I don't know if I. I think there should definitely be a clap in your name. Not the clap. No. Just a clap. Um, so, what was number four? Oh, where are we going? <laughs> Are we still on that? Oh, no, fuck I, it. Why not? Let's just keep thought, going until okay. we, we get to the end. Guinness is inherently frothy. I've never found Guinness to be frothy. I okay. don't know what they're talking about. I think they're talking about the the the, the gaseous things the that happen when you pour it. Yeah, exactly. The ni- nitrous. Is that what did, does that's Guinness? What that, that's what that is. When, when they pour a Guinness... Oh, I didn't know tap. that. I didn't know that. And you see that cascading effect? You've seen yeah. that on the commercials, I'm sure. Okay, right. That's just the gases. That has nothing to do with the beer itself. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's why the cans have that nitrous ball, so that you can get that effect from the can. Even though but you really generally don't need speaking, without uh, that special tap, yeah. Guinness is just like a regular beer. In fact, it's not any more or less 
heady than, in fact, it's less heady than than many other beers. Yes. Okay. All right. Interesting. So if you go if you go to some of the other countries, like Guinness is really popular in um, Central Africa, and and they actually have a, a brewery in Ghana, yes. and huh. they don't brew the the um, they don't brew the, the draft there. They they brew the same beers, but they don't do the nitrous beer down there at that brewery. Okay. They just brew regular Guinness, and it's not particularly heady at all. Right. Hmm. So it's all about the it's about the nitrous CO two mix and the uh, the tap itself. the The tap is a special long neck, like it says in the thing here. Is that just their their preferred way of uh, of the people drink it, or is it? I mean, can you get it? Without, without yes, if you buy it in the bottle, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't not oh, the, okay, not the, the six pack bottles, but like the the old timey bottles, you could you could get it without the yeah the the nitrous that thing in it. Oh, the okay. newer bottles, I think, yeah. have that. That's weird. I thought the nitrous thing was like a newer thing. I didn't know that an, an, an established beer had that as part of its. Uh, you know, I thought that was like a newer trendy kind of thing to no, do. No, no, no. That's that's an old timey thing to do. Huh. Absolutely. That's very interesting. Apparently, my uh, shit is going crazy. Oh, she's uh, the best cheese is writing. Okay. So That's number five. Going nuts. Number five. Drinking number five, beer. Number five. Drinking number, beer. Number five. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Okay. No kidding. Drinking beer from the bottle is the best way to enjoy it. Uh, I didn't even realize that that was a that was a misconception. I don't think so I either. I like. Nobody believes that. I like drinking out of the bottle. I, I don't mind drinking well, out of the bottle, but I, I do now prefer the glass. Prefer the glass. Glass but means I, I, I have to do think, dishes. But I think Dave's point is that I, I don't think anybody believes, I don't think that's a widespread belief that that's the best way to, to drink, right? Is it, is it a bottle that. versus no, can? That or? Was, no, the can's coming. The can's oh, coming. I didn't read <laughs> that's the list. One of them. I'm a bad podcaster. <sighs> I was at work solving people's problems. <laughs> You need to drink more. That's the problem. Was in a um, no, but I prefer the glass. Yeah. Um, only because not the bottle, just the glass. Um, and I suggest if you don't like doing dishes, just keep using the same one. I it's try. What I do. It's what I do. But then I leave, I've used I the forget. same glass all week to drink my beer and my uh, soda and tequila out of. Huh. So, hey, this glass is dirty. Is that, no, is that no, what no. we? <laughs> you just rinse it out. Obviously, after you've spit into I'm it. I'm not a bartender, sir. Bartender, circa 1864. <laughs> Shut up. Whoa. Speaking of, I, w- I started watching Westworld. Eh. Eh, that's how I feel about it too. Eh. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, Westworld!" and I'm like, "This is great." Yeah. Mm. Eh. Uh, eh. Cool. I want to watch more. Don't get me wrong, because you know the actors in it are fucking fabulous. Yeah. So of course I want to watch more. You know what's making me happy? Grace and Frankie. Isn't that an awesome With, show? Yes. Oh my God, that's such a good show. Grace and Frankie. Watch Grace it. Grace and Frankie on has Netflix. two of probably the Jane Fonda. best comedians oh, 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 why didn't I of remember? the last three or four decades. Jane yeah, I've been watching Jane Fonda that. and uh, my favorite, who I can't remember right now, obviously. I'm on it. I'm Isn't on it? it. It's Frankie and Lily Grace. Lily Tomlin. Sure. Is it Fra- no, it's Grace uh, and Frankie. No, it's Frankie it's and Grace. and Frankie. It's Gracie. It's Grace and Frankie. It's Frankie and Grace. Grace and Frankie. Fuck you. Fuck you. Cock. <laughs> Anyway, Lily Tomlin and uh, uh, Barbarella live together, and it's 
fucking fabulous. Jane Fonda. Whatever. I told you that like three. God damn it. Yeah, I was. And I, I agreed. It was Jane Fonda. I'm about halfway through the second season. Is there two seasons three. on there? Three. Yeah, I'm about halfway I've only watched the first season, and it was fabulous. It was wonderful. Yeah, it's a that's a it's a good show. It's um, I'm surprised at oh, how. Nice. Uh, I really like I really like Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah, she's amazing. It's so good. It is good. I could probably do without. I could probably do without Barbarella, but Jane <laughs> is great in this. No, she's actually a very really funny good. lady, yeah. and she's she, you know she's a funny lady, but also Sam Waterston and uh, um, Chico uh, Sheen. Is in it as well? Michael Sheen? Yeah, that guy. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. As a as a as a someone who grew up in the eighties and watched the movie or I guess this was the seventies, was the seventies? No, it was nineteen eighty. Uh the movie nine to five. Working nine to five. I just want I want, I want way to make a living. I want Dolly Parton and Dabney Coleman to show up in the show at some point. Well Dabney Coleman is unfortunately dead. He can still show up. <laughs> I would like him to because he was brilliant. Did he die? I didn't know he yeah, died. He died. He died a while ago. Yeah. Wow, that's Who interesting. Died? Dabney Coleman. I had no yes. idea. Yes, he di- he died. Okay, well he um, won't show but up. But the other one is the other one you mentioned still alive. Dolly Parton. Yeah. She's still selling out stadiums and shit. Yeah, and that Dolly weird. Parton. That's because it's the Dolly Parton. Because Dolly Parton's fucking. Fabulous. I read. A, She's I amazing. read a hilarious article about her about the Dollywood about the uh, they do like a big Civil War show like a big presentation. Of course they do. It's the South. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll have to post that article to the South. Our, will rise our, again. It, it's hilarious. No, it won't. Not it with tiki a, torches. <laughs> <laughs> A black guy goes, and when you uh, in the article, he wrote the article. He goes to experience the Civil War yeah. uh, thing, this big celebration of the whole event. And apparently, when you when you buy tickets, you have to pick which side you're on. Are you on the North or are you on the Confederacy side? What and did so he pick? He he went to the show twice in one night. Oh, to pick both and went on both sides. And he he was like. He was like, really, what he learned was that Dolly Parton fans don't seem to really know that much about this and don't give a crap, and they just seem to arbitrarily pick one side or the We're other. We're here to drink and sing along. <laughs> Although he did say that uh, he noticed that there were other minorities on the north side, whereas there were absolutely none on the Confederate side. What? So apparently her minority fans do understand the difference and won't pick the Confederacy. But um, Well, that's I, an excellent minority report. Yeah, but... <laughs> There's a, apparently that was my a, dad joke for the day. Sorry, a, a crowd game that they play to warm everybody up is to is to pass like a big, uh, uh, what is it? They pass like a big uh, balloon or something. What? <laughs> what? I am so not they, on topic. Yeah, I, I, I found a photo with, with the with the Hurricane Irma coming in. People are trying to rescue chickens and roosters in the Keys, and they've wrapped them up in magazines to keep them safe. I think that's called prepping a meal. But yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> However, you get there. What? That is. Uh, Those chickens. are chickens wrapped in magazines. That's to chick- keep them safe from a storm. Those are chicken tacos in the car, so they don't those are, freak out. Those are with lots of fiber. Yes. Lots of fiber in those tacos. Quite a bit. <laughs> chickens, birds. They are technically birds. Yes. Yeah. So shouldn't. They be okay. They don't fly very well. They fly a little ways. They don't they fly f- very well. They fly far enough to get yeah, on somebody's they, roof. But they, this is their time. Like this is their time. Like every chicken out there that's like, I want to fly. This is their time. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your wings and go, motherfucker. 
We might as well throw the penguins up there too. Go, buddies! Add an ostrich. Chickens. Disney World ostrich. I can see chickens just moving at like ninety miles an hour through the through the atmosphere. It's like, yes, I knew I could do this. There's, there's fucking penguins and ostriches going by, just flying by, happy as could be. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, I'm coming back around. I'm coming back around. Interesting. I looked it up because I was sure, fairly certain. Interesting trivia fact. You know the I Will Always Love You song that Whitney Houston sang in Bodyguard? You mean the song that she stole? From Dolly Parton? Oh, there we go. From Dolly Parton. Nice callback. (laughs) He brought it back around. He did. He did. Yes. He did. The world revolves around Dolly Parton. Uh, If it doesn't, it probably should. (laughs) Jesus. Well, she she has a mass, or at least two. Two, right here. <laughs> you could orbit around the mass. One of them is named One of them is named Jolene. Oh. Jolene, Jolene. Or in Community, you guys need to watch Community. Gay Dean, Gay Dean, Gay Dean. Okay. You got to watch uh, Community. It's like fucking brilliant. Jolene was the name of the album on which the I Will Always Love You was came out of. That's oh. true, and uh, that song is on there as well. So what? Um, also, um, uh, what was the song? It wasn't Jolene. It was something else. It may have been Jolene. I don't know. I just know there's a story she tells in her concerts about her growing up in that small town in Ken, Georgia, Tucky, West Virginia, fucking wherever she grew up. Um, NSC. Uh, <laughs> where she grew up, and uh, she tells the reason she wrote one of her songs is that she thought this woman, and I might it might have been Jolene, was the prettiest woman in town. She was also the town hooker. So, kind of a cute story well, yeah. she tells during huh. her, her whole time. Exactly, hmm. and I'm going to put down my mic so y'all talk. Well, number seven. Let's move on to number seven. Seven. Then. Number seven. We're getting there. Skunky is just a cute word for beer gone bad. Is that true? I don't think so. I think it's I disagree a, with this right one. In the right places, skunky is okay for a beer. In the right places. Uh, Looking for beer in all the right places. Uh, Look no, at you, um, Aslan. <laughs> no, no, no. Skunky, uh, I think, refers to bad beer. Um, and it's not cute. At all, yeah, it's gross. Yeah, I just putting that out. Yeah, I don't. I I've never heard that word used to refer to beer that has gone bad. I don't know uh, if that's Jeff. Do you remember when we got all that that old ass beer from your uncle that we stored in our garage? Uh, of course, it was very bad. It's probably it was a shooting very beer. Skunky. Yeah, it was super skunky. He uses that beer to generally target practice with. <laughs> We just gave it to drunk people at parties. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So you guys, so you justified the the taste of it by calling, just referring to it as skunky. Is that? Yeah, it's just it's a okay. skunky beer. It's supposed to be like that. Okay. See, I've never it's heard anybody. Have that mold on top. I've never. <laughs> I've never heard anybody do that. So, I guess I don't hang out in the right circles. I guess I'm. Uh... Well, if you if you read that when you read the list, it says that. It has to do with uh, light, light souring the hops. 
which is why dark bottles are better than clear bottles. Right. Okay. I've heard that. I guess I've just never. Th- oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, the thing is, is that it's, it's about the smell and that affects the taste. It doesn't actually affect the taste. It just affects the smell and the smell affects the taste. Ah, okay. Okay. See, every time I've heard the word skunky used to refer to beer, it's not beer that's gone bad. It's just beer that's uh, that's just crappy. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess guess my lack of experience when it comes to beer is is showing showing through on this one. I was actually really surprised, and I actually thought of this earlier in the podcast. Yeah, was I'm surprised that with the amount of beers that you guys drink and rate, that nobody's bothered to to create a master list. I have a, I, I index every episode and I, I write down, I don't write down the accumulated, uh, like the average of what we rate every beer. But, uh, I do have a list of all the beers that we've, uh, that we've had on the podcast. So I think I did for about 15. I think I did for about 15 episodes and that was a, yeah, for a while you were doing that. You were trying to figure out that's why I was doing the smart ass. I was trying to do the average 4.72. And even when some of our drunkest fucking episodes, I did that. And now it's just like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we've, but that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Did we figure out skunk? Yes. I think I'm glad. Let's move on to number eight. My favorite of all, all the numbers. All beer bottles are created equal. It should be equally, but that's fine. Created equally. But no, whatever. Equal. Go on, yeah, words me, with me, friends. Me, me, Fuck me, you. Me. Anyway. Actually, uh, that's I, not true. I disagree, Rick. Yeah. I disagree. I believe that it could be up both. It, that all beer bottles are created equally would mean that they're they're equally as modifying created. Yeah. Whereas when all beer bottles are created equal, equal is in modifying bottles. Yeah, you could do it either way, but me, it just sounds weird to say something is created equal. I don't know. It just just That's comes true. off as just sounds hits my ear wrong. But uh, I think that pretty much ties in with the skunky. I mean, you guys just said we were just talking about the fact that light <laughs> affects. Salud. Salud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we apparently. Oh had fuck! A... That's good. It's really good. Well. And, and you're right, Rick, is that the, the color of the bottle does affect the taste, and that's one of the reasons why you're supposed to store beer in a cool, dark place, because right. light will affect the the uh, ingredients. Yeah. And the darker the bottle, the less the light will affect the ingredients over time. So if it's yeah. just a clear bottle, like, I mean, you can get away with a clear bottle when you're drinking Budweiser or Miller or something shitty like that. Because you can't fuck up that beer. It's already it's generally rice so, beer. Yeah. So having a darker bottle is important. Yeah. I actually moved all my beer out to the garage. I've got like a little shelf out there now where I put all the beer. And that's uh, that's part of the reason is because I'd read that, you know, light. I used to keep it in here. And yeah, it's getting hit by light. And I, was, I thought, well, that's really I read a, a little blurb about, you know, light hitting beer constantly is, is going to do uh, harm to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I put it out in the garage. So that's that's my new storage place, and that's exactly why, because I don't want it, uh, I don't know. But it's funny, too, because um, a lot of, like, a lot of beer gets, some beer gets better with age, right? 
but it's only absolutely some it's beer. A, but it's only but light if you're putting it in a place where there's a lot of light hitting it you're gonna yeah it's you're gonna, gonna it's ruin gonna go that. bad yeah. it's like it's much like storing wine um, uh, with the bottle standing up yeah you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to keep the, keep the cork a little bit wet so you're supposed to you're supposed to have the the wine on its side so it keeps the cork a little bit wet so it keeps that seal oh I didn't otherwise know that. it won't keep a proper seal and then the wine goes bad because it's getting too much oxygen. Wow. And then it oh. becomes vinegar. And I then it no turns idea. to fucking vinegar. <laughs> so. Yeah. We had a half a bottle of wine left in the fridge when, before we went on vacation. And then, when, or, yeah. No, it wasn't in the fridge. It was in the cupboard. It was red wine. And when we came back, we had set it straight up. And then when we came back, I was like, oh, look, Sarah, we've got half a bottle of wine. And she's like, don't do that. Don't do it. And I was like, oh, come on. And I did it. And it was wrong. Wrong. Now we use it in our balsamic vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was vile. Yeah. So. so number nine, canned beer means cheap beer. Now I think that's a misconception maybe in everywhere it, except our part of the world. I think about ten years ago, yes. Yeah. I would have agreed ten years ago. Yeah. Even maybe five years ago. But now I buy a lot of beer in cans. Right, right. I was my uh, local breweries put out cans. Yeah, I was concerned about that the first time I tried some but it was you don't taste i was too yeah yeah you don't taste any it seems like uh in the article they say that the 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 cans nowadays don't don't give it the uh the aluminum taste that you would get from it no because they have a um some sort of i remember in the article there was some sort of like uh water base yeah that they put with inside inside the can that eliminates any kind of aluminum flavoring or any any it prevents that whatever that is yeah that would give you the aluminum flavoring i'm not a chemist or or a scientist so yeah i leave that to smart people like dave and Bree. that's another one of those things too with the old with the you know I've, I've always said that the uh beer that i've had in the past you know just like i've i've literally had um canned beer where i've just thrown up from it i mean not even from drinking too much of it it's just the I don't like I don't like like Budweiser and shit like that. Well, Coors. of course you don't. That's why you threw up because it was yeah, Budweiser. But I, when I look at when I think about the cans, when I think about that thing with the you know the the taste of the aluminum getting into the beer too, I always you know I just wonder what kind of crap I was you know ingesting. <laughs> well, I can't say for certain, but I imagine that at some point, um, that. That Cheers. back in the day, and like I said, I don't know for certain, but I can just guess that back in the day, all beer was in bottles yeah. if it was packaged, and then they developed the aluminum cans, and it was a cheaper way to package beer. Actually, and it so was cheap um, beer went into cheap cans. I don't yeah. remember if it was just before prohibition or just after prohibition, but they started putting beer into tin cans very early, very early. Yeah. Yes, because it was shipped easier, um, and you know people were able to put it on the shelves and buy it. It was just easier than bottles. Bottles are a little harder to it's take care of. They, they break, break more. They, yeah. yeah, tin didn't break. So what they would they did the same thing with those. They just sometimes were larger cans, and of course they. If anybody grew up in the seventies, they remember those pull top cans. The those ones that. That every can creates a razor blade? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every can creates a razor blade, and every child of the 70s got their shit cut out of them 
from a beer can that thing because remember yeah. it was it w- they started using the uh, the aluminum cans for Coca Cola and sodas yeah. very oh, yeah. early on because yeah. kids were cutting themselves on the other shit yeah. so but the beer still was served in his other ones so. If you had some beer drinkers in your family, inevitably you'd be cut the shit out of a little razor blade. (laughs) So, but one of the things that the that the post also says is that, and I agree, I hadn't thought about it before, but I agree with the post, is that glass bottles are more insulated against heat exposure than cans. So your cans are much more exposed to the elements, so to speak. Than your glass bottles. Absolutely, absolutely. So, if you have a shitty beer like Bud Light or Paps or something like that, where you could pretty much piss in it and nobody would know, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily matter if if you know it's it's ten degrees at night and seventy degrees during the day, because but your cans are going to feel all of that uh, temperature change, whereas your bottles absolutely. are going to be a little bit more insulated than. Yeah. So they're a little bit. The bottles are a little bit more protective. So if you have a beer that is more sensitive to the temperature changes affecting the flavor, then it would be better to have it in a bottle than a can. Absolutely. But if it's really yeah. cheap beer, nobody gives a shit because, like I said, you could poop in it, and everybody would be like, "Why are there chunks in my beer?" <laughs> <laughs> it still tastes like beer because it's so fucking cold. You're not going to taste a goddamn thing. It's chunky America beer. Yeah. yeah. Those chunks are America. Nice. That's pure patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They're boy. freedom turds. Freedom turds. <laughs> you got him. You got Rick. Oh. Usually I get Rick, but right when he was drinking, oh, you man. got him. You America just... turds. God I think it. we just found the title to this podcast. Yeah, you did. And we also got beer up in my fucking sinuses. <laughs> God damn, yes. man. It was like exactly the right moment. Dave wins. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, Dave. Total knockout. I will not be breathing normally for the next 24 hours. You win the podcast for today. Yeah. You win the podcast. So number 10. <laughs> Beer. This one's just straight up fucking bullshit. Yeah, nobody believes it, and it's bullshit. I don't even Fuck know how people. anybody could buy this. Beer is much simpler than wine, which I don't. I it, I know wine's got like this big, uh, you know, mystique built up around it about you know its complexity, but the there's everybody knows at this point that that's all bullshit. Yes, in fact, no. I think it was uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit that went through this as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. A, that was a good episode. Well, and I I've thing. seen several articles over the last few years about you know wine tasting, you know professional wine tasters and stuff, and they give them like this sommeliers and just absolute cheap shit, and they can't tell the difference. Nope. I mean, they literally cannot. People who are supposedly trained to know the difference cannot tell. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. To me, I've had I've had. A, what are you doing to me, Jeff? <laughs> You're fingering he's, my face. He's, he's touching your face. Uh, <laughs> you feel that? You feel that? Bit, so it, does, it actually does kind of. Do you like that? Do you like that? <laughs> okay, let's move on. That was very visual. I apologize I'm, to I'm our not, listening audience. I am not ready to move on from number 10. Okay, okay. Tell us about number because 10. Because people do honestly believe this because they're brainwashed idiots. 
Fuck don't yeah. understand how beer works. Beer is so much more complex than wine in almost every way. Well, I also believe that uh, uh, wine does have a lot of flavors, but I think beer has even more. And because it has different flavors, it has different sub-flavors. And the only reason wine has flavors half the time is because it comes from different regions. And that's the only and, reason. And they use different, and different, different strains of grapes. Exactly. So there's really, I mean, how many ingredients is there to wine? What, three? Twelve. Twelve? No. She's making shit up. She's just making three. shit up. Three. Stop making me do this. There's three actual ingredients and there's nine imaginary ingredients. Um, <laughs> like love and hugs. The thing, the thing is, is that there's not any more or less ingredients in the base of the drink. I mean, it's water and some alcohol-producing thing and yeast, and um, and then you can add other things. But, but beer, not only are there just as many types of beer as there are wine, like wine, you've got Riesling, Chardonnay, Gewürztraminer, uh, Shiraz, Merlot, Cabernet. I mean, you've got all these different types of wine, but you've also got all the different types of beer. Absolutely. And they go from the from the light. Uh, you've got your lagers, your pilsners, and then you and then you go all over to the more full body. You've got your stouts and your porters and things like that. So, people that talk about wine being classier or beer being simpler than wine, they're just idiots. Well, also, I think idiots. I think within the last couple of hundred years, um, it's it the the, the wine beer. Wine and beer is really separated. It was in ancient times. It was it was pretty much a necessity whether you made mead, wine, or beer. I mean, it's what you could grow. Um, uh, And once we came, beer was a grain. Yeah, beer was the the first. The ale that they made way back in the day was pretty much Uh, slimy bread. (laughs) It was a. It was really low alcohol content, and people would drink it for nutrients. Absolutely. That's why, that's why in the historically people are like they have ale all the time. Well, yeah, because it was really, really low alcohol content, and it was mostly about getting the nutrients from the grains. Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think in the modern era, and I'm going back a couple of hundred years, um, I really, honestly think wine is more of the. Uh, uh, higher social status compared to beer, which is kind of the blue collar drink, and it really became right. that. I think in the uh, the twentieth century is really, uh, especially the late nineteenth uh, and early twentieth century, it really became that. It became that kind of blue collar drink where everyone drinks it, and that that's what you go to the bar to drink. You don't go to the bar to drink whiskey or anything like that. You go to drink beer because it was easy to make. Yeah. You could make tons of it all at once, yeah. and it wasn't like something like uh, a, a higher alcohol like whiskey or, or uh, vodka where you had to actually age it or it had to go through several processes. Yeah. It only had to go through one big process, and then you were done. You barrel it and get it the fuck out, and people are drinking it. So I, I really... That- I really think that's honestly where that comes from. It's very much a cultural way of thinking, and instead of a, uh, um, a, a more foodie way of thinking, I guess. I absolutely agree, but I think it goes a lot further back than 
than than you might think because way back is anybody can grow a grain but it takes a very special uh special land and climate and things to grow grapes absolutely and, so, and they have to, the grapes have to be tended and all these other kinds of things whereas everybody can everybody can grow grain and so the beer and ale back in the day was the everyman drink because everybody could do it whereas wine was for the pe- rich people that owned land and owned people to tend their land and and then they were able to make wine for the rich snotty people <laughs> and then the regular people had the beer just like you're saying but it goes i think it goes much further back than than just a couple hundred years i because- I, I honestly don't think so because uh, a lot of uh the um, it probably goes a little farther back, but I don't think as far back as you're going. I mean, even the lands where you live now, uh, in Sweden and Norway and those areas, it wasn't beer or ale that they were big on. It was mead, and that that's the that was the one big thing for the north was mead. And once you get farther, I mean, just looking at Europe in general, if you go farther enough north, like the Nordic countries, you're talking mead. And you go a little bit south, yeah. all of a sudden it's ale and beer. And then you go even farther south, and then it's wine. So, I mean, wine and beer have always kind of been in contention to one another, depending on what climate you're coming from. But it was yeah. really out of necessity and, and, and uh, what you could honestly grow, what they were producing. And, yeah. and, and it wasn't until really the Renaissance, or I would say probably a little bit earlier than that, uh, Middle Ages, perhaps, where people were able, especially in Europe, the uh, monks were able to perfect their their wine, their beer, and their their uh, meads and ales. They were really able to perfect that because they had nothing else to do except masturbate and make alcohol. <laughs> there was pillaging, masturbating monks. Yes, but that was the Vikings pillaging them, so it's okay. <laughs> if you steal from God, who's going to punish you? Oh. Well, if a monk is masturbating, I think he's probably, you know, it's probably fair game. They're just not close enough to a, uh, a nunnery. That's right. all. <laughs> or they're diddling one another. I don't know. Before we go on to number 11, I need to talk about my new beer. You got a new beer? Oh, shit. I tried to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, that. I'm sorry. I'm fat. And then I stick my ass out. Brewdog Jet Black Heart. It's an oatmeal milk stout. Is this the brew dog? Yeah. Brew dog Jet Black Heart. It's a brew dog is a Scottish brewery. Yeah. And this is four point seven percent. What? Oh, you're in Sweden. I keep forgetting you're in Sweden where they can't sell like percent alcohol above something. Is there? Oh, they can now. Like like this one. Is nine percent. Ah, ah. But Very you nice. can't buy anything more than three point two percent in the grocery store. You yeah. have to go to the alcohol store. What about in like bars and whatnot? I mean, does it depend on the bar? Do you, you have pubs? Anything that you can buy at the anything that you can buy at the system blog it, which is the alcohol store, um, you can buy potentially at the bar if they have it. Um, it's just you have to pay a lot more in tax. Yeah, yeah. Like um. A bottle of black velvet at the system blog, it would be 210 crowns, which is about $30. (laughs) That's actually not too bad. Yeah. $30 or something like that. Um, A cocktail 
say, a, a Black Velvet and Coke at the bar would cost $15. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I should say a lot of people don't go out. I don't know how bars and shit survive in Sweden. That seems so. For the price of two we drinks, have, we you have can... a thriving middle class. Okay, yeah, well, that's that's true. That's tu- true. Touche. Touche. Aha! Hey, man. I got you, Americans. If you don't love America, you could just leave it. Oh, wait um, a minute. Please, Hold on. Please. <laughs> yeah. Can I go anywhere else? No, the thing is, is that it does cost a lot of money. Um, yeah. And so people is... really have to invest. And they also have a different drinking culture here. You don't go out to the bar and drink. What you do is you go to the system, blog it, you buy it cheap there, you bring it home, you drink and you get fucked up before you go out. And then you go out. and <laughs> So you go out. So you'll start. So you'll no, it's the same in Mexico, too. Yeah, yeah you'll pre-party. From 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock yeah. with your friends at someone's house. And right. then you'll go out at 10, 30, 11 to the, to the bar. And then you'll dance for a couple hours. And you'll drink maybe maybe one drink or two at the bar. Yeah. And then, and then you'll go home. That makes sense. Because Unlike here where magic. you drink before you go out, you drink at least four <laughs> or five drinks. Then you go out and drink four or five drinks. And then you come home. And drink four or five drinks. Well, it's not like drinks in the U.S. are cheap either. I mean, Jesus, the they're the, not the pre- that expensive. No, no, no. That's not unless you're going to a really that. shitty, overpriced bar. You're spending yeah. maybe thirteen to fifteen dollars on a martini, right? You know, I mean, but like well drinks, you shouldn't be spending more than seven, eight bucks on. We went to a local restaurant. I mean, that kind of stuff drives me crazy. We went to a local restaurant, and I won't name the restaurant, but. Mason wanted milk. What does it rhyme with? <laughs> it's I, I it's a rest- This jet black heart is delicious. Yeah, it sounded delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's got just the right of smoky flavor. It's bold. Whatever that might mean to you. Um, <laughs> it's willing to approach us and not, ask us for a date. It's not. It's not thick. It's not a thick flavor. It's actually, it's, I feel like I could drink two or three of these and not feel like I've overexposed my mouth to syrup. <laughs> I, okay, overexposed my mouth. That is a good phrase. <laughs> That's an excellent I'm, phrase. I'm going to keep that Still, one. Still, <laughs> uh, American Turd or whatever the fuck it was is definitely the name Freedom of the podcast. Turd. That's very likely. Yeah. Freedom Turd. Freedom Turd. Let's, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's move on to number 11. Finally, we've eleven. Gotten, eleven. We've gone up to eleven. Can I get an angelic choir? Ah. Eleven. <laughs> I feel like we've fallen into some old Monty Python episode. <laughs> there was some Terry Gilliam but, animation with the but angelic choir. But it's eleven. Choir. But it's eleven. It's beer. Me. Beer will not give you a beer belly, but cocktails won't. Oh, I misread that. Sorry. Beer will give you a beer belly, but cocktails won't. It's much better without uh, beer. Interestingly yeah, enough, no. that's entirely true. Because if it wasn't beer that gave it to you, it's not a beer belly. But the um, drinks 
uh, generally the sugary, shitty drinks will give you just as much as a beer bill. If you if somebody who doesn't drink drinks sugary, shitty coffee every day, they're going to get a beer belly. Same thing. Well, it's the alcohol that has all the calories in it. So yeah. if you have... Oh, I, mean, I know. Cocktails are, <laughs> cocktails are actually more likely to give you a beer belly than beer because they generally tend to have a higher alcohol content. Yeah, but calories don't so, go to specific parts of your body, though, based on, I mean... No, but if no. you have a body that will produce a beer belly... Okay, right, then, right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Damn so it. if you have a body that will produce a beer belly, <laughs> anything will give you a beer belly if you do it. But if you're talking about alcohol doing it, it's the calories in the alcohol yeah. that cause the problems. Or And for mixed drinks, even, it's... You could also look at the calories in the in the other thing. Beer has sometimes can have more calories, yeah. but it's not necessarily as as straightforward as that because Guinness is one of the lowest calorie beers out there. Really? Yeah. I had, I had oh, not... absolutely by a lot, by a lot. That's that's weird. Um, yes, but what but... alcohol gives you moose knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer, sir. Animal beer. Every time. Molega. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So what do you guys think of the uh what are we drinking right now? This is the Oaklore Brown Ale. It's fucking delicious from Evan yes. Brewing. Yeah, it is good. Here's Evan Brewing. This is tiny fucking <laughs> Evan, uh, brewed and bottled at Evan Brewing Company, Irvine, California. Irvine, California. Irvine, wow. California. I'm impressed. Um, Way to go, Cali. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of, uh, well, I'd say it's about 50-50. I'm sorry. It's got babe on it. The <laughs> okay. blue ox. Uh, blue ox. Blue nice. ox. Uh, speaking of calories in beer, I looked up a, a, a calorie and beer list. Yeah. And at the top, at the lower end of the list for calories per, for the beer, are the um, super low calorie, the light, the Bud Lights and the Miller Lights and things, which is pretty much a little bit of alcohol and some shitty water. Um, I would say pissy water, first but okay. Actual beer, the first actual beer, the lowest calorie actual beer that's not like a Bud Ice or a Sam Adams Light or something is actually Guinness Draft, at 125 calories. Oh, interesting. True enough. Known this since the 90s, though. <laughs> Guinness, Guinness, Guinness Draft is the lowest calorie beer that's not a shitty light beer. According to this list, at least. Yeah. And this is a pretty this is a pretty big list. Are you, is this, now, that's interesting. You found a list. I'm assuming it's on the internet. You found a list on the internet of uh, calories. So how do they know? Because No, the, it was... It was tattooed on my penis. <laughs> okay, well, how does your penis know that those are the actual calories for the beer? Because they're not required to uh, report I, that. Every single one of those beers have passed through his when penis. I stir my, when I stir my drink with my penis, then the size that it gets determines the calor caloric content. <laughs> that Luckily, is... he measures it in centimeters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... Those 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 really those really high calorie high calorie beers I measure wrong because I have to estimate the last twenty or thirty calories. But um, <laughs> but no, a Budweiser or I'm sorry, Guinness Draft. 
yeah. is the lowest. And, and a lot of it has to do with the alcohol content. Um, the higher it's... ones are in the high 5%, and the lower ones, like Guinness is not particularly very alcoholic. Okay. Uh, Guinness no, draft is 4.2%. Yeah, no, that's alcohol. pretty low. Does alcohol have a lot of calories in it? Or am I Alcohol's thinking? A lot of, it's almost a lot like, of hey, calories. Oh, have you seen this? <laughs> have you seen this? This is not from junk food. <laughs> I'm not fat. I'm big boned. <laughs> You've been big boned, all right. Uh... <laughs> oh, this list is actually. I, I... This list rates 254 <laughs> beers. Holy fuck! What's at the top of the list? Yeah. <laughs> the the lowest calorie or the highest? Highest. Yeah. Top of the list. What Dog Dogfish Head 120 minute IPA has 450 calories per 12 ounces. And we and shared one of those. Oh, and yeah. it was the most foul thing I've put in my mouth. I think we've had that. Uh, we, we have had that on the podcast. Alcohol. Yeah. That sounds it's really eighteen percent alcohol by volume beer. Oh. So Yeah, it was gross. That's why. It was gross. It was really gross. It was grody. <laughs> Super grody. But I'd rather suck an ADD. That was one of the few times we felt compelled to create a really unpleasant nickname for a brewery. That was the dog shit head. <laughs> dog shit head, yeah. The dog shit head IPA, man. That stuff was horrible. And it's funny because it wins awards every year. Like Dogfish Head wins awards every year. Oh, no. All over way. the nation. No, 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 no. And it is fucking terrible yeah that's horrid but interestingly enough of the real beers and we're not talking about these shitty beers but of the real beers in terms of calorie content per alcohol content yeah the dog fish head 120 minute ipa is one of the most efficient beers if you want to get really drunk and not have a lot of calories so well, yeah, it's eighteen percent. You only need like two twelve-ounce beers, and then you're pretty shitty at that point. This is getting too confusing. I just want to drink. Math is hard. <laughs> Math is not hard. It is hard for you. It's not hard for me. It's hard. It just gets me hard. <laughs> Math. Math does sometimes get me hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but you know, I had a I had a great Ender quote for this whole thing, but yeah. I can't remember it. So how about final thoughts? Well, before we have final thoughts, we really need to rate oh, the we need uh, to rate the brown Evans oh. Brewing Oaklore Brown Ale. Oh, which first of all, oh. if, I, if I were just to rate them on the label alone, five. Oh, yeah. I was totally label shopping on that. One. This is a nice label. I, it's I dig a it. Wonderful label. I like how they have it all cut out around the artwork and stuff. It's yeah. Cool. Did you see it? No, it's California. The cutout is California. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've seen this before. I didn't recognize yeah. it. Right, right. Yeah, you've seen California before on a map. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> Somebody's been using the internet. I know what California looks like. <laughs> But uh, I would give this a four. I think this is a really good No, beer. it's a fine fucking beer. And, it really uh, is. Just, it has a lot of the qualities. Then why'd you give me the rest of it? I didn't. You didn't? Or did I steal it? 
No, you stole my pa- my blonde ale. Oh, that's right. I stole your blonde ale. Jeff hallucinated a little bit. He's like, I want everybody's beer. I want everybody's beer. But it's a, it has a, a few of the qualities of a dark beer, but it's also got kind of a fruity. There's like a little bit of a fruity taste to it. You go, Dave. Which I dig. <laughs> What is Dave doing? He's Are you? This. It's. Uh, we should point out. <laughs> oh my God, he's dabbing. Yeah, he is. Dave is dabbing. But whatever that's called in Swedish is. That oh my God, that made my nine-year-old go apey. When <laughs> I, and I think Dave dabbed too. I don't know. Somebody dabbed, and my daughter went, "Oh my God, it's a forty-year-old <laughs> person I'm dabbing." The, I'm the cool dad. <laughs> well, according to your son, I'm pretty cool too, though. He seemed to like me a lot, so. That's because he's five and you're very childish. Okay, that's true. That's, there's, no, there's, I, there's some serious honesty to and that. Now my, son, now my son is a hippie. So. Oh, I'll hug the fuck out of him. I, I don't think your son was impressed. Yeah, he's like, you need to get inside this hug. <laughs> I don't think your son was impressed with me because I uh, when I showed up at the local... He had colored some picture of some guy walking in a field or something. There was like a, the little placemats. Yeah. And he had colored it in and I grabbed his. I didn't realize it was his. I probably shouldn't have done this. I grabbed a crayon and. I know. Apparently I am. I drew a giant spider chasing the guy. So <laughs> I needed an explanation for why the guy was appeared to be fleeing across the field. But uh, I don't think your son cared for that. I have a feeling the gentleman was frolicking in hops, but yes, whatever. I think that was probably more likely an explanation, but frolic. I like the spider chasing him. You can frolic away from someone. <laughs> I've seen Dave do it, actually. Oh, no, I'm being chased Fuck by me giant running. spiders. Let me frolic away. <laughs> Dave, God, you did it again. It, you you did me, it again. You got me again, man. <laughs> nice. Wow, that's fantastic. His sinuses are going to take another day to overcome (laughs) the beer that is soaking them. God damn it. Okay. (laughs) I got really scared, so I frolicked away in a panic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. God damn it. Anyway, (laughs) final thoughts. How about them apples? (laughs) You, final thoughts. Final thought. With the Equifax credit breach, does my maiden name that says it's been compromised mean anything now that I have a married name? Uh, yeah, because your social security number is probably attached to it, okay. so it doesn't matter. Okay, well, that's a shitty final thought. I'm going <laughs> to sit with that. Then. I'm going to brew in that for a little while. Just uh, my final thoughts? Uh, just today, I'm finally emerging from the cloud of, I don't know if it was depression or confusion or angst or anger or joy that was the Twin Peaks finale. <laughs> I'm just like now coming out of that shit. So womp, this is my womp, big emerge. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the saddest thing about this what? right here? He's the only one that watched it. I don't have I cable honestly, or stars or whatever. No, no, out of this group of human beings. Yeah, I'm yeah, at this yeah. table right now, not yeah, well, including the gentleman in Sweden that's at this table right now. Um, I, as much of a fan as I am, I don't know that I would recommend it. That's <laughs> oh, what I've yeah? heard. Because of the ending, the ending was tough. It was really, really. I've been a fan of this show since the '90s, and they did something at the very, literally, like the last thirty seconds, and I was like, "Fuck." I thought I saw a clip about 
or it may have been spoiled about them living in limbo or purgatory. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's lost. You really oh, have to. Oh, God, no, please, no, 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 It's not no. even, it's not. I, oh, you can't even describe it. Shit. We'd have to do Chaos. a whole other podcast to explain it. It's just, you got to follow along the whole show and get to the very end. And then it's like, oh, f- really? I don't know that I like that. Twin Peaks cast. No. Twin cast? No. We're not going to do that. I don't want to go through the TP depression. podcast. I don't want to go through the Ooh, depression. We should do a podcast about every episode of X-Files. Oh, uh, it's already been done. Oh. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> already been done. Oh. Yeah. We should do a commentary. You know what hasn't been done yet? Gilligan's Island. Let's do that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, fuck you. I am not watching Gilligan's Island ever again. The universe doesn't blink out of existence at the end of Gilligan's Island, right? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> then I'm on board. It's better than Lost. <laughs> I'll give you that. There's Spoiler a lot of things. Alert. What? Spoiler alert. Yeah, sim- no, I was kidding. I was joking about that. No, he That's wasn't. not really what happens. Nope. <sighs> uh, Jeff. I've never, I've never even seen one episode of Lost, so I have no idea. You are not missing anything. Don't do it. It's oh, a waste of life. It. No. 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 Do Don't listen to them. Don't watch the show. <laughs> you will hate yourself at the end. Pretentious, ridiculous, yes. uh, riding around your own ass yep. bullshit show. Yep. That it's will be- change your life. No, no. You know what's wrong with that show is that it was really good, and then all the audience predicted the end of Lost, and so it's the... Uh, the uh, writer spent the last like three seasons trying to confuse the, uh, the I predicted at least like... three seasons of that fucking show, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't hard. So they spent... Oh, they've ran out of ideas, so here's what's going to happen. Well, were... Oh, look at that. It happened. <laughs> Don't listen to them. They were trying to like make their <laughs> obvious plot not obvious, and it didn't work. It was shit. It was a shit it show. It really was. What was obvious? Everything that happened everything. after the first Without season. Without spoiling it for Dave, everything was obvious in that show. I am never going to watch it. I'm sorry, Ray. I I'm was not going to watch it. So what, spoil like away. 12 when I watched it? And even I could figure out what it was she going was on. She was 12. Uh, it sounds like it's a bunch of stupid people that are lost. On an island. eventually are nope. not lost. Nope, they're still lost. Yeah, no, no, they weren't lost. They were dead. They were in the afterlife. No, they were Or some oh, dumb God shit like that. I didn't Purgatory. watch the whole thing. I didn't watch it's the whole thing. It's obvious you didn't watch the whole thing because that's not what happened. I watched I three seasons watch of it. I watch it. And yeah. I was so angry. But it was... Every season, I was angry after the first season. <laughs> I was so angry every episode. Our final thoughts are really volatile. <laughs> Hate is the... Ma- no, fear is the mind killer. I will let the fear throw fl- flow through me. I'm gonna I tried put... to get Sarah to watch the Dune series, and I know you you said you weren't a big fan of the the uh, miniseries, the 2000 miniseries, Rick. Was that right? I it's not that I wasn't a fan. I couldn't. I've watched a few episodes, and I just couldn't. It didn't grab me. I, I just couldn't get into it. Um, I'm. It's one of those things that's on my list to give it a. I'm. I'm gonna give it a shot again at some point. But I just the f- the f- couple of times I've tried it, it just didn't. I've honestly enjoyed everything um, Dune related. Uh, I super enjoyed the 1984 uh, David Lynch Dune. Yeah, I yeah. super enjoyed that, but I had never not read the book yet. I yeah. was what? How old was I in 1984? Eleven years old. Yeah. And really, is that an eleven year old three and a half hour movie? Fuck yeah, it is. No. Apparently for Jeff. <laughs> um, uh, but I loved it, and 
Uh, then, of course, later I read the books and went, wow, this is such a better story than yeah, Lee, what it was has portrayed to, it in, has in The Dune, even though the floating guy and fucking Sting and the whole thing's fucking fabulous. If you, but, if you, if you look at... If you look Fuck at the yeah. if you look Heart at the plug. movie if you look at the movie you know and no don't judge it from the perspective of the book it it's just fine there's nothing wrong with it but just depends on what your expectations are with it I mean for me as a David Lynch fan I I watch that and I I just I love it every single time I mean oh, there's just no there's just absolutely. nothing well I kind of understand where what he did with the movie he was kind of I think trying to get the uh, uh, the the Dune vibe with the 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 houses. Yeah, uh, the political situation that was happening, the religious situation was happening, and then trying to create this god emperor of doom through the 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 Mohadib or the the digitizers or whatever the fuck they were. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't remember what they were, but I, I kind of understand what he was going for there. But if you've read the books, obviously you're gonna go. Nah. Well, the thing is, is that the, the David Lynch film turned a pioneering science fiction uh, series into a standard fair, sci- really good science fiction film because the story is really good. Yeah. But the, the pioneering part of the, of the science fiction wasn't that it was a science, wasn't that it was a standard science fiction story. Whereas David Lynch turned it into a science fiction story. It was cool, uh, cool laser guns that you shoot with this guy's name and, and all these other kinds of things and some cool ships and stuff like that. Yeah. And the, but that wasn't really the pioneering part of the story itself. And so then, so it's a good science fiction movie and it's really great, especially when you're kids and you're nostalgic about it. But then when you read the books and then you look at it from the perspective of the books, the, the David Lynch one isn't, isn't really the Dune story, Yeah. but the 2000 no. series is the Dune story yeah, it is. like the books have it? Yeah. It's not a science fiction movie. Like a, it's not a standard science fiction movie. It's a pioneering science fiction movie. Like the books were pioneering science fiction movies. Yeah. So it's like they're two separate things. You can't really compare them. It's the same story, but they're told in totally different ways. Right. And right. one of the ways is like the books, which is the 2000 series. And that's one of the reasons why it, it's a miniseries is because it really take it has to really go through those first three books in order to get the whole point. Well, they did do Whereas, they did do Dune and the Children of Dune. So, no. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I I was just commenting that they did do I think two or maybe three miniseries out of that. I think they did uh, what uh, they did Dune and then they did Children of Dune. I thought yes. they did Emperor of Dune as well. God Emperor of Dune, yeah. I think they did that as well. So I mean, they they did do the Gambit. Hmm. They did they did the three the three first books. Yes. And basically was, a six to eight hour miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the the David Lynch film is fantastic, yeah. but it's a fantastic science sci fi film. Yeah. From the eighties. Whereas the, the miniseries is a fantastic science fiction film in the style and and in the style of the of the novel, right? Yes. And so they share the same story, but they're different films. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I always I always put the sci- the the miniseries in the same category as 
as the Grateful Dead, which is where I, it's one of those things I give it a shot every four or five years and I just come away from it not quite sure why people like it. <laughs> At some With point, the miniseries? I, yeah, I just, Sorry? I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. Huh. I watch a few episodes and I'll just be like, <laughs> episodes. Not, there's only three it. of the first one and three of the second one. Well, whatever it was, I've the amount that I've watched, it just never takes hold. It never grabs me. I mean, I just don't feel like... Of course, um, it's horribly dated by this point as well. So. That probably doesn't help. Um, and it's really slow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it is, like I said, it's on my list. I'll watch it again at some point. And I'm sure it's, at some point I'll just force myself to keep going. I mean, I read. I remember the reading thing. the first book. I think I read the first book in like two days. Yeah, it was. I I just couldn't put it down, and I I <laughs> just loved the series. I, I I've never read more than the first book, to be honest with you. I have not read any of the rest of the series. So, but the first book was fabulous. I couldn't put it down. It was amazing. Yeah. So. Anyway, it is. Enough, so that was a. I've read all the. I've read all the Frank Herbert authored books i haven't read the the supplementary books to the series that weren't written by frank herbert and interestingly enough my favorite book is not of the first three my favorite book in the six in the six book series is the fifth book huh and what does that entail it is well it's it's hard to explain if you if you haven't because the first three books are Paul Atreides, or Paul Atreides and Moadib and his children and everything. And then the last three books are 10,000 years later. Oh. When Paul's oldest son is now a sandworm himself, and he's the god emperor of the universe. Hmm. Oh, and wow. He has been for the last, and he has been for the last 10,000 years. That goes off the fucking rails really quick, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's was, like anime. That just like, oh, that's the third third uh, episode. We're just gonna go. Bleh! I was so. picturing something more sitcom like, where like Paul's trying to plan a birthday party and everything just goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, apparently his very bad day or his what? yeah his son turns into a fucking sandworm. So that's that's a little different than what I thought. <laughs> very much different. Yes. Absolutely. So that was a nice final thoughts uh, journey. That was that was a journey of final thoughts. And my final thought is I'm glad we're all here. I'm glad we're doing this again. Yes. And I can't wait to do it again next week. Hopefully um, uh, we have a guest next week. Um, and hopefully this, at least this podcast comes out uh, next week. <laughs> uh, Everything's next week. Everything is next, next week. week. And Including the apocalypse, so... Tough luck. The, no, it's raining. <laughs> it's raining. It's We're not going to burn down. Yeah. And oh. by Tough the way, flood. if uh, I know this is coming out uh, next week, um, <laughs> but uh, sure. Uh, right now, <laughs> if you go to Coulson, they're selling seven dollars six packs for the uh, firefighters of Washington Holla. and oh, uh, that's the cool. Lower Mainland. Yeah. Because uh, they're fighting those fires that are covering our... Most of the Pacific Northwest. Uh, most of the Pacific Northwest all the way into Idaho. And, so and Montana's on fire, Idaho's on fire, Vancouver's on fire, Washington's on fire, <laughs> Oregon's on fire, uh, Utah's it, on fire, California's on fire. in the Southwest, it won't stop raining. And up here, it hasn't rained long enough to where everything's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Including California. God is pissed that Donald Trump is president. (laughs) 
Ah, that's what it is. Revolt! So, you know what? I have been no. kind of quietly preparing for the zombie no. apocalypse. No. And so I think, uh, luckily, I'm very close to Lowe's right now, <laughs> So, which is the best place for the zombie apocalypse. No, but, it's because you, know. you, you libtards won't accept Donald as your leader. That's oh, what's going on. So, I hate you, Rick, so much. Oh, I'll accept him as a leader. A leader of orange cola. <laughs> I don't get your sophisticated liberal jokes. <laughs> so go fuck yourself, Rick. <laughs> I can't even with that joke. So good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Good Mike, Dave. Good Mike, Dave. Good night, Dave. We're not actually hanging up now, are we? We don't have to hang up. We just have to put down the mics. But I still have fear to drink. Fear is the mind killer, but beer is not. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, Brie Edwards, and our special guest from Sweden, David Brown. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at BeerPlus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Anyway, we're drinking Ooh, what's uh, this? I like this. the KZOK Electric IPA. Wait, KZOK, you like really, you really do 5? have to say it like a, a radio DJ. If... KZOK! That's not how they say it. <laughs> or is it KZOK? No, yeah. still not how they say it. KZOK! KZOK! Okay. Yeah, you have to get the echoing. You have to get the echoing. IPA. IPA. Electric. 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 IPA. I've missed you two. Three. There's three now. Three of you. Oh, that's a citrus IPA. I love it. I love it, too. It's really good. I think well, we should. I think we should start this. Yeah, uh, let's start. Let's this, start this nasty thing at fifteen after seventeen. That works for me. Seventeen fifteen hours. That's my favorite time to start podcast. Seventeen fifteen. Seventeen fifteen. Wait, what? <laughs> I like it. Wait, what? What are you doing? What? I don't know. Did you guys get the the thing I sent? The eleven myths about beer. Yes, I, I read it. That was really access, good. I haven't accessed my phone. And so I have comments. You have comments. I have comments to comments. make. Comments. I've developed opinions about this. <laughs> developed? I think you were bored with them. Shut up. <laughs> oh, or maybe it's Maybelline. Oh. <laughs> Brandon also has comments about it. Just articles. Well, then though. he should have come. To yeah. the, 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 I think that was going to be too much of a crowd. It is. It's pretty crowded here. It's pretty crowded. We are close together. Yep. <laughs> Except for Dave, he's he's a few thousand miles away. Yeah, it's, it's but he's close and near and dear in our hearts. Yeah, oh, we do it. Yeah. Do a group hug with Jeff's phone, maybe. <laughs> group hug. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Speaking of group hugs, ooh, my uh, Nathan started his new daycare. Yeah. Uh, when we got back from vacation. And the, uh, this, the daycare that he's going to is actually, it's a daycare, and then it goes into regular school. Um, and then 
it used to go into a high school, which is the high school that Sarah went to. So she really wanted Nathan to go to this school. So she signed him up and everything like that. Anyway, it's a liberal arts style school. It's a Waldorf school, if you know what that, that school system is. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's pretty much liberal arts school where they talk about feelings and all kinds of other stupid bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, Tell us how you really feel, Dave. <laughs> well... Well, the thing is, is that, you know, my son, oh, you're you're much more attractive with a beer in front of your face, Jeff. I know. That's why I did that. But one of the, uh, uh, my son's affectionate. I mean, he'll hug and kiss and all these other kinds of things, but he's never been really um, liberal arts about it before. Until the other day, he was hugging mom and he's like, Papa, why don't you come here and get inside this hug? I'm like, really? Really? I mean, that's cute because you're five, but when you're 35 and you're like, everybody get inside this hug. I'm like, I don't really want to wear hemp clothes. Sorry. It was really, un- <laughs> Sarah's really excited. She's like, oh, he's becoming more like me. And I'm like, oh, he's becoming more like you. <laughs> I was going to say his dad's DNA Bellingham is coming out. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's, oof. Nice. Yeah. That's okay. Nice. I went, oh. And I, I, I dropped him off at daycare the other day, and I was supposed to drop him off at 7, but they said I could drop him oh, off a little bit. That's very wet. Oh. Hold on, Dave. Oh, electric stuff. Uh. Oh, if I get electrocuted by beer, I'm fine. <laughs> Jeff made a mess. I, yeah, I spilled my beer. On his lap. Right on my lap. This should be fun. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. The nice thing is, is that later on in the podcast, you can piss yourself, and no one will know. <laughs> that is, that was my plan all along. No, we'll know because I knew. there was, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to piss myself later. So I, I learned it from you, Dave. I learned it from you. Whoa. Uh, we'll know because Jeff always goes into that semi-catatonic state where he looks like he's, uh, uh... yeah, <laughs> exactly right there, staring off into the distance. Enjoying, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. enjoying things a little All too right. much. Wait, I need to hear more about this daycare. What? Yes, continue. So I dropped him off at daycare the other day, and I dropped him off at 7. But they said I could drop him off a little early. So I dropped him off at about 9 minutes early. It was about 6.51 in the morning. Oh, but not and, that early. Uh, so I took him in, and I introduced myself to the lady that was there, and... um. Everything like that. And I thought everything was fine. I left and I went and, and went to work. And like Sarah, Sarah calls me up later and she's like, David, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what time frame are we talking about? Because I've done a lot of things. <laughs> she's like, what did you do at daycare this morning when you dropped off Nathan? And I'm like, well, I, I got there. I dropped him off and then I left like I was supposed to. And uh, she's like, no, no, no. What did you do? Because you did something. Because they were very upset. Uh-oh. What? I know. Right. And I was like, why the fuck were they upset? What, did I tarnish her aura or something? And uh, it's good she's like, no. The, the German good. lady that was there in the morning, you stressed her out and you hurt her feelings. <laughs> and? <I'm> like, <laughs> See, and thank you. Thank and? you, Rick. That was my <laughs> what did I actually do? <laughs> there are several 
several things in my day that I care about. Some German lady's feelings at my son's daycare, not high on my list. She's like, well, you hurt her feelings, so maybe next time you can go there, you could be nicer. I'm like, I was extremely polite and nice, and I introduced myself, and I was all about business and getting my son there and taking care of everything. And I asked some useful questions, and then I walked away, and I felt good. And I didn't. And I didn't even. This German bitch's feelings, and I don't know. I didn't even. I didn't even mention Hitler. Uh, They're really about feelings there at the daycare. You didn't get inside the hug, Dave. You didn't get inside the hug. I guess. The next time, I'm going to be like, Nate, because maybe that's what it was. Because before I leave every morning, I tell Nathan I love him, and I give him a hug and a kiss, and maybe she wanted in on the hug. Maybe. Maybe So you don't, she didn't, she didn't say what it was that you did that upset her, or it's just a. No, she didn't. No, she just. I'm, I'm assuming that she. Somebody told she told someone at work, and then someone told Sarah when she picked him up from daycare. That seems really passive aggressive. That I, aggressive, that I had heard this lady's feelings. Sweden. Yeah, he is in Sweden. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, next time you go and drop your kid off, do this with, to the German later. Caress her face a bit <laughs> and say, "Ah, you will be missed." And then just say, and then just put your finger up to her mouth and say, "Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Just stay the way you are." And then walk away. No, and then crap on her. <laughs> That's I, I hear Germans. Okay, are into that. enough of the shy porn. <sighs> anyway, let's get this party started. Since it's already started. Let's get it started hot. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started hot. It's because it came out my uh, senior year of high school. Oh, which was like 2011? Seven. Thank you. I'm a 007 girl. Oh, huge difference between 2011 and 2007. Yeah, it was the year my my daughter was born. 2007? Yes. Oh, my God. Mason was five. (laughs) Hey, his wife is more of a baby than I am, I found it. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I was at war. Yeah, you you were at war. I was at war. So, there you go. No, I don't. Oh my God! I, no, no, I wasn't. Oh no, you my were dad, in Texas. I, no? That was when I first started. That was when I first joined the military. It was in uh, 2007. In Texas, know. at uh, war. What's the at war? Same thing. <laughs> it's not war, guys. It's conflict. That's right. It was a no. It's a war. It was a, a conflict. Conflict not, resolution. Yeah. She's being it's facetious, Dave. It's a war on terror. <laughs> it's a war on a feeling. No, it's war on terror. Terror. Oh. Tear. Tear. You know one you... syllable. Well. Tear. <laughs> it's like opening presents on Christmas. Tear. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, but that's all right. You're not the youngest. You're not the youngest anymore, Bree. I know. I'm so excited about that. You have oh, no geez. idea. I, I had. I thought she was older than me. I'm like, God, I'm the baby again. And then I found out. I was like, What? <gasps> <laughs> no. Really? Yes. All this talk about years just suddenly made me realize 2007 was the year I got moved at the at my work into the IT department. So that was like the year I started to get to know Mike. So it's been like 10 years since I uh, since I really met him. You we, really met him. Well, I'm we worked a real hard time. I'm having a real hard time hearing Rick. Oh, cuz I usually talk quiet, but I'll I'll try to, to I'll try to project from the diaphragm, Rick. From the diaphragm. What? From the Project you know, from down here. Whoa, guys! That's not your diaphragm, dumbass. <laughs> it's right below your lungs. Oh, oh, that. Yeah, okay, got that. It, got it. Got it. Uh... Anyway, I'm going to start this podcast in a moment, so everyone shut the fuck up. 
Okay? 